Hey guys, what's up? We're geeking out this week about our new Prime Minister. Dobby's going to tell us what he thought of the Steve Jobs movie, and we're going to talk a little bit about Star Wars. So let's get into it. Hey guys, and welcome to Geek Out. I'm Steve. I'm Jason. I'm Chris. I'm Charles. And like I said in the intro, we're going to talk a little bit about some stuff that happened this week. Uh, up here in the Great White North, we have a new Prime Minister that all the American girls want to uh, take to bed, Fornicate. apparently, according to Twitter. <laughs> take so, to bed? Is that yeah, man. Line that you they're, they're, man, like, <laughs> Twitter went crazy after... Uh, Justin Trudeau was uh, was. Uh, by the way, we want to congratulate the Liberal Party for like sweeping the shit out of Canada. Um, Not here in Alberta, boys. All conservatives. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, that was a. Cr- I, I mean, I was watching it. I was completely for floored. I thought we were going to get a minority, but we got a majority. So Justin Trudeau is. Oh, now we got our- a minority, a handsome fucking minority. That's what <laughs> we- oh yeah, but no, like Twitter blew up. Like I seen one tweet saying, "Man, Canada's got a prime minister now that I want to have finger bang me." Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> Justin Trudeau, man, you know the hair. I mean, we got to say, it's it's amazing how the internet is, like, the thing no one censors themselves on. They're like, I can say whatever I want because you can't see my face because it's Twitter. Hashtag PMILF. Hashtag fuck Justin Trudeau in the anal cavity. And on that note, congratulations, <laughs> that note. Justin Trudeau. Steve, take it away. Um, one, thing I, one thing I am going to mention, I don't know if you guys saw today, uh, the Joker. We got to see the Joker from head to toe, Jared Leto. It's pretty cool. It's pretty. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Still did you not see... sold. Still not sold. The really, last, man. Yeah, the last really? there. I'm having a problem with it. I know. I've told you guys this a hundred times. I'm sure he's going to be amazing. Character-wise, I'm sure it's going to be unbelievable. I still can't tattoos. get past the costume. The fucking costume drives me crazy. I'm sure he's immaculate and insane and perfect. But god damn it, I can't handle the tattoos. I, I read a comment uh, piece on that, like, you know, the Empire photo where he's wearing the leather jacket and whatnot. And somebody's like, did he murder and skin Killer Croc and then, like, spray paint the skin and just wear it? <laughs> it was one thing fun. I did call, though, one thing I did call was his pants saying Arkham. Uh, I thought they said it in the trailer because you can't really see it. But when you look at his pants in that picture, they do say Arkham. So he is... So Arkham Asylum is going to be a part of this universe, which I'm pretty happy about. And then they have that interview picture between uh, Harley Quinzel and uh, the Joker. So I mean, I'm uh, I'm not like you, Dobson. I, I think the uh, I think it's he's going to be great. Um, I think the whole uh, thing's I, going to be great. I like the look of him. I think it's it's different. It's it's new. It's fresh, and you know. But is that what they needed? Did they need a fresh new look for an iconic so. character who's I, always looked the same? He's, I think he's always he's changed quite a bit though from iteration to iteration. You know, he's it's going to be great. I don't know if I would use the words quite a bit, but he's definitely made some adjustments. I I think the bar was set really high with Ledger that it was very hard to top that performance because I mean it is by far the best performance of the Joker in in like a physical 
uh, sense because, I mean, Mark Hamill will always be the Joker in my eyes. But um, I think there's no way they could have done a traditional one, the next one, because every because he was going to be compared so much to Ledger that I think this this direction they're going with the the hard gangster looking kind of guy, um, I think is a great direction to kind of to separate him and Ledger and obviously Nicholson. But uh, I, I think it's going to be cool. I think he's going to be great. Um, Will Smith <laughs> apparently never even met Jared Leto on the set, so... I think he hit the nail on the head about the part where he had to be different than to set himself apart from Ledger. They probably wanted to go in that sort of like, you know, different direction with the characters so that, you know, they couldn't draw the comparisons, um, yeah. even though that's what's going to happen. Like, I, I guarantee you when reviews come out for that movie or or for uh, any movie that he's in, it's going to be like, well, Ledger did it like this and this is kind of weird and. Man, yeah. the the conspiracy theories that I have read about these movies is unbefuckin'-leavable. Like, I read a theory... Honestly, I can't believe I wasted 25 minutes of my life reading it. <laughs> but, like, I read it from beginning to end, and it talked about everything. It slowed down and stopped and took photos of parts of the clip and showed the Joker with two bullet holes in his shoulder, which ironically is the same two bullet holes in the Robin costume that says, ha-ha. Like, they're trying to push this whole Jason Todd theory as the Joker hard. And then I read that fucking... Uh, ben Affleck's not even playing Bruce Wayne as Batman. He's playing Slade Wilson. And like the whole thing's fucking crazy. No, honestly, I will. I, guys, I'll send you the, if you haven't read it, it's at first I was like, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever read in my life. And then I read the whole thing and I'm like, holy fuck, that's genius. In fact, they're portraying <laughs> it as if these movies are actually taking place in the Nolan verse. Like it's, it's crazy. Anyways, I'll, I'm going to send it to you. you guys have to read it. I think um, uh, I think the matter it's just we got to wait for these films to come out and see and see what we see about them. You know, it's there's going to be the Internet. We're in an age where everything's so overanalyzed. It's like Dobby can go on and read a fucking, you know, 3000 word thesis on why why this movie is going to be Jason Todd as the Joker and fucking Batman as Slade Wilson. And but I'm, I'm not against that theory though, that I'm, I wouldn't be against him being Jason Todd though. I think it would actually be kind of neat. Um, Just it would it's never it, been done. Like it would never been done. And yeah. it would give this Joker a backstory. And it would um, make my fucking mental theories about the tattoos not feel so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> well, the movies have always had a habit of kind of combining the mythos, right? Like look at, uh, Nicholson's Joker being the one that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. They tied that all together, you know, for the sake of the fact it was a movie. But in the comics, that's never been been the case, right? So, I mean, you know. I just hope we get a Red Hood movie at some point. Maybe. It, 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 w- it would be cool for um, for them to do something. Like, maybe they'll do, you know, they might not go right back to the origin of Jason Todd. But, you know, maybe in a Batman movie, we see him facing off against the Red Hood. And he goes from the Red Hood to the Joker in the sense like that, like they did with uh, the Red Hood movie, but it'd be cool. But we're going to talk about another movie. Well, actually Dobson's going to talk about another movie because none of us have actually seen it. Uh, Dobson went to see Steve Jobs, which is based on the autobiography of the great, great, great man. Um, and uh, Dobson, uh, didn't you say it was like a piece of shit? <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Um, I can tell you this, guys. I uh, I took my wife, and God love her. She sat through two hours and fifteen minutes of uh, not really knowing what the fuck was going on. Um, of absolute like porn for you. So yeah, like, and that's what I said to her as soon as the movie was over. Personally, I said this is this is a fucking masterpiece. Like I really enjoyed it. 
Um, now, the one thing I will say, there's a few things I'm going to touch on, and that is for those who haven't seen the movie or even read the obviously read the uh, the Walter book. Um, this movie is portrayed on three different life events of Steve Jobs. Uh, the first one is the release of um, the Macintosh. Basically, everything that took place going up to that Macintosh, uh, to the launch of it, everything from basically him shitting on Steve Wozniak because the Apple II was no longer important. Bottom line is it focused a lot on his relationship with his daughter, obviously. Um, what they didn't go into too much detail on, which was kind of where things kind of got lost for my wife, and she didn't understand why, um, you know, what happened after the Macintosh went down and what happened when Steve Jobs once like tried to create Next and why he did that. And that was basically to resell an operating system needed by Apple back to Apple so he can come back and release the iMac. Um, but those are the three big launches they, that, that this movie focuses on. And that is the Macintosh, obviously, uh, the next box, the cube, the next cube, and then uh, the iMac. But it was focused specifically on, like I was saying, that relationship with his daughter, Lisa, the mother, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, um, but what I didn't like, um, as predicted, I hated Seth Rogen as Steve Wozniak. Um, I I tried to like him. I wanted to like him. It just didn't work for me. Um, it, It was maybe the portrayal was good, but just for me visually to try to fucking picture this guy when we all know what the Waz looks like. I mean, the Waz is a gem. Um, but ultimately, the way that he portrayed him in this movie, the flashback versions of Seth Rogen and Steve Wozniak, I actually enjoyed, even though it still, again, looked nothing like Steve Wozniak. Um, but other than that, um, I thought Aaron Sorkin's probably going to get, he's definitely going to get an Oscar nom, whether or not he wins or not for, for writing this movie. It is absolutely fantastic. The score is amazing. Uh, they hit all the key points on everything you're talking about. Um, overall, I, I think it was a great portrayal of a movie. I mean, obviously, box office-wise, it did shit on the weekend. It was horrible. But ultimately, you can't compare this movie to the Ashton Kutcher movie, which, again, a lot of people shit on and said was garbage. I personally didn't hate the Ashton Kutcher movie. He looks a lot more like Steve Jobs than Michael Fassbender does. But as he ages fastbender looks like a like fastbender looks like steve jobs toward the end of this movie they did a great job that way uh but overall two thumbs up i mean especially if you're a mac guy you know the stories you know what's going on i think you'll honestly really really enjoy it um but if you're not a mac person then this is probably gonna be two hours and 20 minutes of your life you'll never get back well, why isn't it I... going anywhere though why isn't it getting the traction well here here's what i was gonna say charles and i'm glad you brought that up i think this is a niche movie um, I don't, I, I mean, obviously, you know, it's got a lot of backing behind it. It's got a lot of good behind it. You know, people who, people behind this movie have done movies that are absolute stellar successes. But the thing is, is you're going to see a movie about somebody who, you know, is a very recognizable person. And it's not like, it's not, it's not a movie about somebody that we don't know. It's, it's not like we're going in to see some movie about a war hero in World War II that we didn't know. And we're going to see his life and then we get touched by the, the the events of his life we everybody knows at least most people in the world would know who Steve Jobs is and we're very well informed about his life and you know the things that he done so somebody who is not really interested in Steve Jobs and probably more interested in movie making you know will probably go see this movie and look at it as a movie but I mean if you're just a regular person and you're looking at a movie about Steve Jobs and you're like oh look at me my Android phone I don't fucking care about Steve Jobs you're just gonna walk past the movie I so kinda, I, 
I kind of disagree with you. I think this movie has been marketed very heavily as not a niche movie. They've really pushed marketing, and it had what a thirty million dollar budget. It was like it, this wasn't a small film. It no, wasn't like it wasn't. some indie developer cast Michael Fassbender to do a to do a Steve Jobs movie. Like this is this is a big yeah. But you look at look at the people. I mean, Sorkin wrote it. Fassbender Phenomenal. portrayed Jobs. Seth Rogen. And then, of course, you've got uh, Jeff Daniels portraying uh, Scully. I mean, it's it, it it's not a cheap cast, man. You're putting together an all star cast of people. So it's I know not, you guys. I, yeah. No, well, I, I was, what I was going to say is, uh, sorry, Charles. I don't mean to cut you off. Just leave that, that fart for one second. I just want to say, Jason. <laughs> did you I know say it, fart? I, I did. Uh, I know it's got a lot of money behind it. I know it's got a lot of backing behind it. But I mean, that still doesn't negate the fact that. It's a movie about Steve Jobs. It's and what I mean by a niche movie is that it's not being marketed to a certain person. It's being marketed to the masses. But I find and I think the reason why it's doing so badly is I think only certain people are going to go see this movie and it's going to be people who are interested in the life of Steve Jobs and not just regular old Joes like hey, you know, let's go see the let's go see Steve Jobs. You know, I don't know anything about the man. I'm going to go pay 10 or $15 I, to go see I, it. I, I honestly think their biggest mistake was doing a limited release for two weeks before going wide. I think but that sure. was the that was the biggest, probably their biggest problem. Charles, hey, Charles, was, you, yeah, Charles you, you were going to say something? Well, I mean, so all said, I mean, like you said, Sorkin is, is amazing. The, the cast, you know, phenomenal. Uh, you said that you guys really enjoyed it, but somebody like your wife, Chris, you know, what does she come away from the film saying? I mean, she could have probably just not gone to see it, right? Like She, she probably wishes she hadn't gone to see it. <laughs> but see, just just take your, you and your wife, Dobson, and look at it. Like, you're, a re, you're really interested in the life of Steve Jobs. You know, you, you love his products. You know, you, your wife has an iPhone. She might not love Steve Jobs the way you do. But, I mean, that's what I'm getting at is someone like you who's interested in the life of Steve Jobs is going to go see this movie. They're going to have a good time and they're going to love the movie. But someone who's not interested in the life of Steve Jobs and just like, oh, man, I just like my iPhone. <laughs> so. So. So, Dobby, uh, you had some news about YouTube. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, actually, and yeah, we'll we'll try to hit this topic real quick before we go into our main topic of the day. Um, but yeah, big news. Uh, it is confirmed. YouTube is going to try uh, their paid subscription service, which is going to be called YouTube Red. Wow. And again, do not get that confused with RedTube, two complete <laughs> different services. Um, but ultimately, um, as of right now, there's no price setting, but it's looking like it's going to be about $9.99 a month. But with that, obviously, you're going to get uh, some benefits that haven't been discussed. Uh, you will have no advertisements in your YouTube videos. You'll have the ability, which I think is the coolest part, to actually download YouTube videos offline for playback later, which I think is pretty cool. But that ultimately, there's ways cool, around actually. that. But it's just a direct, like from your from your device, if you want to download a video directly to the phone and take it with you, for instance, on a flight or in a car or something along those lines, you can do that. Um, but you also get uh, access to a Google Play Music unlimited subscription. Um, so if you have a YouTube Red account, you will get the Google Play all access pass. Uh, or if you have a Google Play Music access account now, you will get YouTube Red for free. 
Uh, personally, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on it. I don't know if it's going to work. And if it is, I think they need to change their model to go more of an Apple model. And that is give people three months for free and then hope they forget they're paying for it. Um, <laughs> but that's that's honestly my opinion on it. I, I don't know how well it's going to do. I guess just, question. I'm sorry, you can go ahead, Charles. No, no, sorry. I'm, my only thing was, I mean, it just sounds like a whole, like, it's it's Google Play plus videos, plus some little, you know, they're just kind of attacking Apple Music or something, or Spotify, for that matter. I mean, I, I don't think it's really... Well, let me pose this to you guys. So pe- I mean... People are going to, you know, use the Google Music maybe and, you know, check out YouTube without... But how much? How much is Google Music? Does like seven ninety nine in Canada? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, did YouTube call up Pornhub and ask them how well their ad free porn thing went, just to see if people are actually paying for stuff you can do for free on the internet already? Like, I don't know. I can download AdBlock and not have ads. That's and, what I mean, and that's like, that's the question point. I mean, for me personally. I can't see, not at a $10 a month, I mean, but I know where they're going with this because, I mean, if you look at your paid subscriptions now, so, for instance, you've got your HBO Go's, your HBO Now's, your Netflix, your Yahoo, well, not really Yahoo because, I mean, apparently they lost $42 million <laughs> on community. Um, but look at things like Hulu. Um, you know, those Apple are music, paid TV subscriptions. Spotify. I mean, how do you guys, legally, of course, obviously not illegally, but legally, how do you guys stream television? Netflix. Uh, I don't. Netflix. Netflix. I mean, like Netflix Canada has what Show Me and Crave TV, like options like that, obviously. But I mean, companies are clearly going towards the subscription model to make money because I mean, it's it's monthly guaranteed revenue. Like every month, aside from the. Aside from the obvious one, Netflix, I don't stream TV. Um, I might download a show every now and again just because I can't. I can't watch it at a certain time, but I mean, other than that, I usually watch shows when they're when they're on, like The Walking Dead last night. Yeah. So you're actually a TV <laughs> sit down in front of your television and watch what's on your cable box. It's either it's either that or I record it, or like I said, um, sometimes I'll download shows and whatnot. But most of that, I'm all my most of the content I watch is on Netflix. Either I won't. Way, I will not. I will not get you this YouTube. So. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask you. Bottom line, boys, would you pay for an ad-free YouTube subscription? Oh God, no. Okay. No, I'm an idiot. The ad, <laughs> I, would, I, mean, I would take Google Play, you know. Yeah, but. the Google Play thing is kind of interesting, but I mean, if if you have Google, Play, well, so I don't. Here's what I don't understand. You mentioned Google Play users are going to get YouTube Red for free. Yeah. So if you have if, one, you have the other. It's so just like, a complement to the other. I would and really. I, the only thing is Google Play, which what's everything doing now is Apple Music, Spotify. It's just sounds like they're trying to put a leg up on you know. But like, and it's really what, nothing. Why can't I just pay for Google Play and get it three dollars cheaper and get it for free? Can't I do that? Uh, is that technically you could? In fact, I think now most Samsung customers, when they buy phones, Google Play yeah. Music is thrown what into the, the six months service. Like, six months. Either way, so I it, think if you have one account, you get the other. That's just Google's. It's way of stupid. To let's talk about back. Star Wars now. Okay, let's move on to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, since we're, since we're frustrated about everything else, let's talk about something else that frustrates everybody. And we're going to talk about. Star Wars. Um, If you've been living under a rock this week, uh, you may not have known that a new trailer for Star Wars came out this week, and it is the full-length trailer, the final trailer until the next movie, and yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. (laughs) Um, I need to ask, how many times have you masturbated watching the trailer? (laughs) Uh, 
I, I've I watched <laughs> I watched the trailer at least once or twice a day. So yeah. once when I once when I wake up and once before I go to bed. So no, it's it's a good trailer. We got to see um, some of the characters. Um, obviously, we got to see Ray. Uh, hear her. Hear these characters speak for the first time. Uh, we've got to see Kylo Ren, uh, who is not Luke Skywalker. Um, I and, guess uh, if you guys are into believing what Mark Hamill says on the internet. Um, <laughs> That's and, a great picture, uh, we've, we've got to see, um, you know, obviously, you know, a few, a few things. I, I think it's a really great trailer. Um, uh, it, I, I'm super excited for for this movie, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I like to hear what you guys have to say about this trailer. So, I think the cool thing—I don't know if it was Charles or Chris—one of you guys said something that really. Uh, I think it was one of you guys talked about how Abrams is really good at making trailers that doesn't like. Like, we still don't know what the fuck's going on, really, right? Like, you know, it didn't really give too much away, which I thought was a nice touch. Like Abrams is a fucking genius at doing that. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I'm just excited. That's, I don't know. Did you notice one thing, though? No lens flare. None. Not a little yeah. bit. Give it time, brother. Give it time. You don't think Charles, the Millennium Falcon's going to see some fucking lens flare? Because it was all over in the first teaser. Did, did anyone else <laughs> notice when the Millennium Falcon went into hyperdrive, it looked exactly like the Star Trek warp drive from the new movies? I did notice that. Right? I made that right? comment to somebody. Uh, it's Charles. awesome. It was a great, great trailer. I'm excited. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm fired up. Let's do it. I've already got my tickets. I've got Everyone my tickets. has tickets, except for Steve, who loves it the most. And... Well, see, the thing is, is the decent the, de- the theater that I would want to see it in is five hours away. Um, Buy the tickets and figure it if, out. You got a couple months to figure that one. I, I, I get out. Of, I get out of school the day the movie premieres. But the thing is, is Take I don't know what the wife on a day long vacation to go see this okay, fucking so, movie. So it it premieres in December. I don't know what the weather is going to be like then, and I'm not going to the highway. It's, it's Newfoundland, it's and there's going to be like snow Star on the ground. Wars. I can tell you what the weather is going to be like in Newfoundland. From so then. we're we're gonna either way. I'm gonna either way. Snow. I am going. I'm gonna see it as it gets closer. You know, we're going to make the decision. I'm not going to be able to see it on premiere anyway because I've got a full day of school. So. Um, but yeah, uh, another thing I do want to mention is, anyway, um, so another thing that I, and I don't know, uh, if you guys have touched a bit on this, but like, uh, one thing that I've done lately is I've immersed myself even more so into the Star Wars universe than I've ever been in my entire life. Like what, uh, you go to bed in that gold bikini? Uh, yep. Uh, but, uh, you know, aside from the movies and whatnot, you know, I'm watching the TV shows, uh, both TV shows, Rebels, Clone Wars. Um, I've read, I'm reading the books right now and, uh, you know, just, just reading all this other material. And I, I will tell you, like, as a fan who's now gone to a, like, fan over 9,000, um, it's a great universe to immerse yourself in with the comics now tying directly into the movie uh, with books tying into the movie, excuse me, it's just little snippets now. Like, the, like Disney is is putting so much care and effort into make this universe so across so many different types of media, media, and uh, I think they're doing a really good job. It's I'm, like they're I'm trying to turn it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where they're trying to tie everything together here. Honestly, I think they're doing a better job with Star Wars than they are with Marvel. 
You shut, sh- your there, shut your fucking mouth. How is that even possible? You're no. I look. think I think the key point to know is that Disney owns both of them and they're easily the richest company in the world. Now. I think the key point to know is Steve once again made a claim and he still doesn't have a fucking ticket. <laughs> That's a good point. My 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 reasons for not having a ticket are based are on the stupid. fact I don't know when the fuck I don't know what the fucking weather's going to be like and I don't want to get caught weather. in a fucking blizzard. Anyway, I uh, I haven't read the comics, though I haven't heard a lot of good things about the comic books, uh, Steve. Like, a lot of reviews have been pretty positive about uh, a lot of what they're doing. I think Disney's smartest move was killing the EU and really the expanded universe and kind of, you know, let's bring this in line. Let's make this make sense. Let's not have 18,000 fucking hands in the cookie jar writing 18 million fan fiction books. Timothy that- Zahn was the best. Yeah, like some of it was obviously good, and it's sad to see the best parts of it go. But I mean, I think one thing the movie is going to cater to are fans of both. I think my theory way back when was that, like, you know, some stuff from the EU might actually make it into these new films and kind of uh, appease fans of both sides, you know, the fans they of They borrow. They yeah, borrow like, you so know, much just like comic books people. borrow from, like, you know, comic book films do the same thing, they borrow from their from their source material. And I think, I think it's going to be no different with, uh, with star Wars personally. Um, I mean, in, in the trailer for, for rebels season two right now, there's a star destroyer that's being shown. That's actually from the EU. Um, so, I mean, they are like, especially in the animated sense of it all, they're, they're always borrowing, but, uh, the new series and anybody watching who wants to start, look, who wants to start getting into like the, uh, the background of what's actually happening in the movie. Read Shattered Empire. It's a the, the first five um, comics are out right now, and there it shows that the emperor had a contingency plan if he died, and the implementation of that. And there's a really cool character named the Messenger that's introduced into it. We only see him for a quick second, but it's kind of cool, and uh, just to see that the factions of the Imperials are still, you know, fighting the good fight. And I'm playing the game Uprising 2 on, on mobile, and that's a part of the, the new canon as well. So, I mean, there's lots of stuff out there uh, for you to immerse yourself in. But, I mean, everybody has a different level. You know, some people just want to watch the movies. Some people just want to watch, like, the TV shows and the movies. And then other people like myself want to immerse themselves, mainly because I never got into the EU as as deep as I wanted to. So this time now I want to take advantage of all the stuff that's around me and just to be that fan, you know. I think one thing before we wrap it up too tightly that you mentioned Steve about shattered empire. I think the two coolest things from the trailer that you really take note of are that, uh, a, the empire is obviously still around and like the war's not over 30 years later. And B, the Jedi are clearly still a mythological force Mm -hmm. to the greater universe. Like, you know, it's not like Luke clearly didn't bring back the Jedi. Like, I mean, unless they're hiding that from us in the trailer, but it really feels like, you know, there's still a myth, uh, a myth to the world. I don't know if you guys felt the same way or not, but. Well, they're going, they're going completely opposite as to what the EU did. Um, what the EU did is they, they created a whole new Jedi Academy. Uh, they, they revitalized the Jedi and there's a lot of Jedi in the EU, but like Jason, you're right. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, evidence to show that you know the Jedi are still kind of elusive, and you know one person we did not see in the trailer was Luke Skywalker. Um, there is reasons for that. There's lots of speculation that Luke Skywalker is the villain. Fiction. Um, there is a 
There is a shot of fucking Luke Skywalker in that trailer when he puts so, his hand on R two D two. Well, there's that, but there's no, there's no like Luke, like Luke's face or anything like that, or we don't hear him speak, and you know, there's a lot of speculation going around that he's going to be the villain. Um, I don't think it will match the story and the direction they're going with this. Um, just based on a lot of things that I'm I'm reading right now and and whatnot, it just won't match the direction. But I think you know, guys, you know. It's going to be a good movie. One of my favorite parts of that whole trailer is when Han Solo is talking about the Jedi and the powers. He's like, it's true. All of it is true. And he's going, yeah, and he's going off like that. Because I remember, I mean, obviously, those guys remember back in the day, Han Solo didn't believe any of that shit. No. He didn't believe yeah. in the Force. Yeah. <clears throat> I just really like, I like the, the Kylo Ren side of it all. You know, when Kylo Ren says, you know, I'll finish what you started and it's... Uh, He's looking at Darth Vader because all the, the speculation obviously is true. He's a big Darth Vader fanboy. Um, we've obviously seen a couple of other characters that we haven't seen a couple of other characters that have been mentioned. Um, obviously, Andy Serkis's character of uh, Supreme Leader Snoke is going is hasn't been seen. We've heard him. He was the voice that's in the first trailer. Um, so, uh, is he the person standing on the platform when they show the 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 big um, in, like uh, First Order? I'll tell you who's going to find out, all of us before you. (laughs) So, you know, and then we'll tell you all about it. (laughs) Steve, uh, what are you doing for Halloween, Steve? I am going going to to see Star Wars. I'm going to a Halloween party this weekend, and I'm going out as Kylo Ren. So. I just thought I'd throw that in there. You look a lot like Kylo Ren, so that I know, I know, you know. I got to wait, but yeah, guys, it's a it's it's a big exciting time to be a Star Wars fan, and uh, if yeah. uh, any anybody who who really wants to get it, I I urge anybody, you know, take the time, read the books, read the comic books. It's great. Not only are they focusing on the new canon, but they're focused. They're building stories and backstories of characters that we love. We've got. Uh, We've got comic books about Kanan. We've got books about Kanan, who's the the in the Rebels. We've got books about Lando and Chewbacca and C three PO coming up. So lots and lots of stuff. But you can if always can... find what? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, I just wanted to say if I can have a quick minute. I know it's been kind of mentioned before quickly that uh, Chris and I were both kind of uh, sport geeks as well as you know geek geeks. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that it was mentioned that uh, the NBA lost a huge individual this uh, couple days ago. Flip Saunders passed away uh, from a battle with cancer. Uh, coach of uh, the uh, Timberwolves for many years. Anyway. One of the most powerful images I saw was Kevin Garnett in the dark sitting in Flip Saunders' yes, parking spot. in the parking it, spot. It was, it was probably one of like the most inspirational photos I've ever seen. Uh, so bottom line is, yes, the sports world lost a big man in Flip Saunders. Big man. Go, LeBron. <laughs> but to end on a positive note, we do want uh, one person who's not here <laughs> with us right now is Mike. We uh, we do want to we do want to congratulate Mike. Mike, uh, this past fuck week did become a father. Good <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Fuck. Love you. Uh, no, Mike did become a father this week, too. To he actually gave girls, birth so. to uh, two Mikes. Did you see them? They do. They look just like Mike. Like both of like them. Him. They got the little wrinkles in the head. And, you know, the little fucking chin. They look, and they look angry. Mike. Like they look just like Mike. <laughs> like Mike does look... look angry all the time. It's very deceptive. Damn, it's Irish. A, it's a beautiful, kids. wise anger. Either way, buddy, we miss you. Well, congratulations on the kids. And uh, I'm glad you and your wife are doing well. And yeah, exactly. Cheers, buddy. And, uh, you know, congratulations and welcome to parenthood. Cheers.
Yeah, but uh... peanut butter. That's <laughs> all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, but guys, as always, please like and subscribe down below. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can also find this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And if you are listening through our Facebook page, please share uh, this post with all your friends and get the word out there. Because we want more people to geek out with us just like you geek out with us every single week. So we'll see you guys next week for another edition of Geek Out. Geek Out. <laughs>